This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. It's Ham Talk Live, episode number 303, the Young Ham of the Year 2022, recorded on August 20th, 2022. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Today we're joined by Audrey McElroy, KM4BUN. And Don Wilbanks, AE5DW. And a reminder that if you miss an episode of Ham Talk Live, you can listen anytime. Uh, it's at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. And uh, we're also rebroadcast on Saturday afternoons on WTWW Shortwave. That's 5085 on your AM dial. And that's about 3.30 p.m. on the Eastern Time Zone. And uh, check your local listings uh, for your time zone. Uh, but uh, this is uh, recorded live down in Huntsville uh, from this weekend. And um, hope you uh, enjoy this one. So I'll be back with Audrey and Dawn right after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. Keep your competitive contesting edge with ICOM. Our high-powered base stations cut through pileups, letting you work the bands and record those contacts. Contest from the comfort of your own home or remotely with the RSBA1 app. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. The IC7851 gives you a new window into the RF world and is HF excellence unparalleled. With faster processors, high input gain, high display resolution, and a cleaner signal, it is truly the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers, digital IF filters, memory keyer, digital voice recorder, spectrum waterfall display, and an SD card slot. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR can pick out faint signals in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The IC7610 by ICOM is a direct sampling, software-defined radio that has changed the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has 110 dB RMDR, dual Digicel, dual receiver, and RF direct sampling. Create your own band opening with the IC9700. This transceiver radio brings direct sampling sampling to the UHF VHF weak signal world. It's loaded with innovative features that are sure to keep you busy. Faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. With a 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectroscope and waterfall display, dual watch operation, full duplex in satellite mode, and smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels. 
The IC7300 is a high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed your expectations. The innovative transceiver digitizes RF before various receiver stages, reducing inherent noise in different IF stages. The IC7300 changed the way entry-level HF is designed. It has 15 discrete bandpass filters, the large color touchscreen, spectrum scope, SD car slot, and RF direct sampling. The real HF fun starts here. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. Out of all of the ham radio podcasts in the world, this is definitely one of them. You are listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live, and uh, coming up here in just a moment, we'll have Audrey McElroy, KM4BUN, and Don Wilbanks, AE5DW, but uh, just want to take a moment here to thank everyone for tuning in. I know uh, the schedule's been a little sporadic here lately, uh, a lot of stuff going on, but... uh, we're uh, we're working through it all and and uh, just releasing these when we can. So, all right. Well, it's it's time to uh, get to our uh, interview part of the show. So let's roll the tape. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. We're here live at the Huntsville Ham Fest, Huntsville, Alabama, and. A little later this afternoon, there will be the uh, presentation of the 2022 Amateur Radio Newsline Bill Pasternak Memorial Young Ham of the Year Award, and I have with us today the recipient of that award, Audrey McElroy, KN4BUN, and the infamous Don Wilbanks, AE5DW. So, Audrey, how, how are things going? It's going great. I'm so happy to be here. Huntsville is definitely one of my favorite ham fests that I attend. And, uh, yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Now, you've got a, a, a quick trip because you, you got to get back to school. What, what, what's going on at school? I do. I just started at Georgia Tech. I'm majoring in computer engineering. And my convocation is Sunday morning at 9 a.m. So I got to skedaddle after a presentation. So. Yeah. So, so how, how are you adjusting to the college life at, uh, at Georgia Tech? Uh, it's been a little bit of an adjustment being down in, uh, I guess, the big city coming out of North Georgia, but it's been really fun. I love Georgia Tech. I love the academics. I love the people, and so I'm really excited to spend the next few years there. All right, and have you had a chance to, to check out the, the Ham Radio Club yet? W4AQL, personally, my favorite uh, ham station in the entire world right now. Um, I've been down there, I was down there last year working a few contests, but uh, this year they're just getting started this fall. There was a few roof renovations going on over the summer with the antennas, and so this fall we'll be getting started, and I'm really excited, yeah. Uh, It's it's a cool club with a lot of history, and uh, they have have been very... um, competitive shall we say in some of these 
contests, and they're 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 smack talking and the other clubs and everything else. So there, there's a lot of history there. I'm sure you will you will fit in uh, very well there. And, and and the infamous Don Wilbanks is here. AE five DW. How how's it going, Don? What, what, how how was the trip? That is an accurate statement. Yeah, no, uh, the trip was uneventful, a little bit of rain, but uh, it was nice. Don and I came up, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I love this ham fest. This is the ham fest, I think. It's probably the first big ham fest I ever went to in 95, literally within a year of getting my ticket, and I gauge every ham fest compared to this one. And the only way Dayton beats this is Dayton's bigger. Otherwise, this is my favorite ham fest. The friendliness of the people here you cannot beat. They say it's the world's friendliest ham fest, and that is an absolute true statement. Uh, it sure is. Uh, the people here are just very, very friendly and, and make it a point to be that way. Uh, this was my first time setting up a booth. We're back here uh, by the youth lounge right now. Uh, we have a table just outside of the youth lounge for youth on the air. and So this was my first time to get here in daylight. I'm used to pulling in at like midnight. Um, and, um, you know, coming in and setting up. And so we drove right into this place, dropped off all the stuff. The carts were all here. Just, you know, everybody was, was very helpful to, uh, you know, get us situated and get everything ready to go. And then, uh, you know, this morning, you know, we came in, finalized everything. And it's just been um, very good. And we, we had a few issues, and, and they were right on it and took care of them and and you know made sure that they were living up to their name the world's friendliest ham fest and so uh we're we're very glad to be here and and this has been the home of the young ham of the year award for quite a while since 1993 was uh the first year that uh, the young ham of the year has been presented here and it's not left, and we hope to continue that trend far into the future, uh, beyond mine and your days on this planet. So yeah, we this will be a uh, this is a great home. We certainly appreciate Huntsville Hamfest and everything they've done to accommodate Young Ham of the Year and do what they do for us, and we're certainly happy to do what we can do for them. So tell us a little bit about what's going to take place this afternoon for those who maybe weren't here or uh, not able to uh, watch. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the presentation. We are, uh, we'll be live on the main stage at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That's our traditional time to do it. And uh, it's a very, uh, very cool little presentation. I, I kind of patterned it after watching Bill Pasternak do it for forever and ever and ever. Of course, he's a silent key now. So um, I've inherited uh, the honor of presenting this every year now, and it's uh, a highlight of my year. Um, we're going to go up on stage. I'm going to introduce... Um, Audrey to uh, the crowd and tell them a little bit about her and we'll have um, some folks from our corporate sponsors CQ Magazine has been around since year one Yezu USA has been around since year one Heil Sound has been around for a good long while as well and I think it's the 11th or 12th year now for Radio Waves Antennas so uh, they'll all have a, a presentation for Audrey and some, some nice words and we'll present the plaque to Audrey and she'll get some gifts and uh it's a, it's a great time. We get to um, spread the uh, positive word of what's going on with youth uh, in not just America, but around the world with amateur radio. It's, it's, uh, and I say it every year up on stage, and I, it's just, there's so many more good kids than there are bad kids. 
I even I even hate to use the term bad kids, misguided, perhaps uh, off on the wrong path. But you know, um, the kid who wins the spelling bee doesn't get the top slot on the ten o'clock news. So we try to uh, we try to we try to do that and highlight exactly what's going on uh, with great. Uh, representatives of the hobby and just of, of humanity like Audrey and uh, I always say that uh, she's an indication of the kind of people that are going to be running the world after we're gone and the world's going to be just fine absolutely so um, I, I, I know yesterday I, I ran into uh, somebody that said he was going to be up, stage, uh, up on stage with you because Unfortunately, uh, uh, Rich Moses in, uh, from CQ Magazine is, is not here with us this weekend. So, so are, are, how are you going to deal with, with, this, with this guy up on stage with you? Well, we went with Plan L. B through M were unavailable. So we went with Plan L. And normally, you know, Rich is, is one of the young ham of the year judges. So he always, and being the editor of CQ Magazine... He is a wordsmith, and he's a very eloquent speaker. And anytime the man exhales, it seems like I learned something. So what we're going to do, we're, we're going to have Joe Eisenberg, K0NEB, the pride of Lincoln, Nebraska, the uh, kit-building editor for CQ Magazine. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to replace the eloquent words of Rich with the ramblings of a madman. In, in Joe, so that, that will be what we're going to do. Yeah, You know, Joe got that gig, the writing for CQ, in, in the back of my car. I'm not going to share any more details than that. Let's just say he got it in the back of my car. We were Actually, we were on our, we were on our way to dinner several years ago um, with the Young Ham of the Year, and Rich and uh, Joe were writing with me, and uh, Rich said, hey, you ever thought about writing for CQ? And Joe's like, well, yeah, maybe I'm take the job, Joe. And so that's how Joe became the... The, uh, the kit-building editor for CQ Magazine in, a, in, in the backseat of a Chrysler 300. There you go. Well, yeah, we, we, we won't ask about more of the details on that one. But, uh, uh, you know, those kinds of things, you know, that's, that's what happens when you get a bunch of us together. You know, it's, it, uh, you, you get roped into doing things like, you know, uh, running a youth camp and, and, and anchoring Newsline, and yeah, you never know what's going to happen. All right, well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk some more with Audrey and uh, talk a little bit more about what she's been doing uh, with Ham Radio right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Thanks for choosing Tower Electronics. How may we help you today? We have PL259s, we have in connectors, we have SMA adapters, we have BNC adapters. What can I show you today? Where's the tower? Well, we don't actually have a tower with us, but we have all kinds of things you can use with a tower. We have power poles, antennas, soldering irons and meters. Where's the tower? <laughs> Ma- ma'am, that's the name of our company. We can't haul towers to all the ham fests across the country that we visit, but we have almost every connector and adapter you would need to connect your antenna that's on your tower. I don't think there's a tower back there. I really don't. Tower Electronics. Visit us at a ham fest near you or call 920-435-2973 or see our whole catalog at bl-259.com. Sorry, one thing we don't have is a tower. 
And on the Tower Electronics Hamfest schedule, they'll be in Shelby, North Carolina on September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Uh, but you can visit them anytime, anywhere at pl-259.com. You're listening to Ham Talk Live. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, we'll get back to Audrey and Don here in just a moment. But for now, it's time for the joke of the week. Now it's time for the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week, the part of the show where Rick tells us a ham radio joke. The Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week is brought to you by QRM Labs. Now, here's Rick Garrett in 9GSU with today's Ham Talk Live Joke of the Week. I decided I wanted to protect my ham shack when I was away, so I bought a couple of dogs. I named them Rolex and Timex because, well, they're watchdogs. This has been the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Garrett in 9GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick. All right. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. We're here with uh, Don Wilbanks, AE5DW, from Amateur Radio Newsline and Ham Nation and, and whatever else he can they let him do. And uh, we're here with the 2022 Bill Pasternak Memorial WA6ITF Amateur Radio Newsline Young Ham of the Year. Audrey McElroy came for BEUN from uh, Coming, Georgia. So, um, Audrey, I, I know what you've done with ham radio, um, and you've been um, actively involved in a lot of things. Uh, but not everybody may know, so so I'm going I'm going to play dumb here and, and and say, you know, what are your big interests in ham radio, and and what have you been uh, doing to promote the hobby as well? Okay, so that's kind of a big question to answer. Uh, pretty much, I started amateur radio as you know someone who was who loved to talk on the radio and just liked to make contacts with people. But over the past four years, I would say. I got more involved into the other aspects of amateur radio, like high-altitude ballooning and satellites. And so really what it's narrowed down to was I got really interested in ballooning, and I got involved with Carol Perry, WB2MGP. She's a wonderful woman. I wish she could be here. But um, she got uh, she invited me to do some presentations. And so I did these little presentations with the QSO Today Ham Expos and stuff like that. And I started promoting not only integrating amateur radio and how to ballooning and all that fun stuff, but also getting more youth involved and a lot of women involved into this because that's really what we need to carry on. And so I've been, you know, pushing that and I'm really excited to continue, you know, doing experimentation on my own with how to ballooning, but also getting the word out about more women in STEM and youth and amateur radio. Now, one of your big things has, has been the, the ballooning 
Um, you've, you've done some high-altitude balloons. You've done mid-altitude balloons. And, and your most recent one was a big one with, with a live experiment on it. So tell us a little bit about the senior project. Okay, so I go to, I, well, I just graduated from a STEM high school, and part of the requirements to graduate with STEM honors was to complete a capstone project. And so most kids were like, yeah, I'm going to do this little project, I'm going to do this. And I came in saying, I'm going to do this massive, big project. So basically I was integrating a uh, HAB launch, the typical big latex balloon launch, about six-foot diameter balloon. And my whole thing was, I'm going to launch a sample of C. elegans, which is a little sample of little round worms, tiny, tiny little ones, only about a millimeter long at best, um, up into the high atmosphere and see how they react to those high atmosphere conditions at low pressure, low temperature, and increased radiation. And so I got involved with a professor here at UAH, and we got talking about radiation and all that, and so he helped me a lot. Um, and so I ended up developing, up developing this project. So it was a typical HAB, but it had that biological component. And we launched it, and we covered it over in uh, rural Georgia. And uh, to simplify the results, we did find a slight correlation with uh, the worms that had been exposed to the high-altitude conditions and an uh, increase in reproduction rate. So that was kind of cool. We had an almost significant p-value. I will go with that. All right, there we go. Yeah, significant enough for those of you who know statistics at home, or or as Dave Letterman used to say, statistics. Yes. So, so what was the ham radio aspect of this project? Okay, so that was the biggest aspect, kind of integrating all that. So, uh, to give a little preface to this, I got involved with Bill Brown, who is, I guess, one of the forefront people you see in HABs in amateur radio. And I had been working with him over the years. And so by the time I got around to doing this project a few months ago, I was like, I think I'm ready to do this. And so we integrated, we pretty much had a few aspects going on here. We had a few um, 70 centimeter beacons working just for short range location of the payload after it falls. Because that's the hardest part. The hardest part is not getting it up there. It's recovering after it falls into the Georgia pine trees. Um, and then secondly, we had a, a strato tracker set up that was uh, sending out APRS beacons, and so we were able to get that data. So that's how we recorded um, some of our data with, um, you know, how high it traveled and how far it traveled and all that stuff. So that was fun doing that and integrating it a little bit with biology. And so it was a big amateur radio biological project. Some, some very cool stuff. And uh, Audrey's uh, done a lot of that. She's worked... Uh, with Yoda, uh, getting the, the balloon launches planned. We, we still haven't been able to get you there because you're so, you're so too busy with everything else. Like uh, a lot of young people, uh, just, uh, talented in so many ways that, that there, there's only so many weeks in the summer. But um, she's she's been actively uh, involved in, in getting the, the preparation work done for that. She's uh, done a lot with... Uh, with recruitment and and trying to to get other people involved and uh, so we're just really glad to um see you get this award uh today uh it's well deserved and uh, know that uh you're gonna walk out of here with a with a bunch of cool stuff so i always tell everybody that you need to bring a wheelbarrow with you to to get all the stuff so um don let's talk a little bit more about um what um the the newsline committee saw in in audrey as far as her talents and abilities uh for her to be chosen for this award 
Well, I am not a part of the judging committee. I, I, the 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 applications come into our our email, and so I look at them, and from what I could see, just from my untrained, uncalibrated Mark One eyeball, she was way above everybody else. Um, and obviously they saw that as well. I, I wish Rich Moseson could be here to tell you exactly what the judges committee saw from the inside. We're going to miss that, unfortunately, this year, but perhaps he'll write about that uh, in the editor's uh, column in CQ Magazine because, uh, yeah, you know, every year it's like, it's almost like the bar gets set higher and higher and higher every year. It's like, okay, we can't find a more impressive kid next year, but yet we always do find a more impressive kid. And, and I, I use the term kid just because that's that was Bill Pasternak's always. His pet phrase was the kid. We're going to we're going to go. Uh, yeah, we're going to do the kid this year. So, yeah. So uh, remembering uh, remembering our, our good friend Bill. But, yeah, it's more impressive. It's, it's, it's like I, like I said, you know, these are the people that are going to be running the world and we're all going to be just fine. And sitting here listening to everything that that she's done, I, I feel like I should be off in the corner eating my crayons again. You know, it's uh She's just a very impressive young lady, and um, I'm, I'm in awe of, of her and all of our previous young hams. I really am. Just uh, This is my favorite part of the hobby right now. Audrey, I actually had the uh, pleasure of visiting the McElroy lab uh, in the basement uh, of your home. So talk a little bit about uh, the lab and how that's helped you and, and the support of your parents to to get you to today. Yeah, no, I can't, you know, I can't continue without saying that it wouldn't, if it wasn't for my parents, my support of my mom, K4PRM, and my dad, W4SCR, um, I wouldn't be here today. Um, they're so supportive. And yeah, as you said, the lab in our basement is pretty expansive, and that's just the product of pretty much uh, my dad has been involved in electrical engineering for decades and decades now and so it's kind of stuff that he's amassed and that he's saved for us to use and getting into the world of amateur radio it was the both of them who felt that um you know they needed to get licensed and so they did and i saw them getting licensed and i saw what they were doing and i said i think i need to do that too and so if it wasn't you know for them i wouldn't be here today well said and yeah it's uh it was great to come see all the stuff that you were working on and and see all that stuff and and then we then we got doused by the rain the rain the rain set and everything but but don if you don't know i was visiting audrey um the day before we left from the honeymoon so you know it was already you know really you're doing ham radio on the honeymoon and then we actually get the real honeymoon in this year and i take the aero antenna and and make some satellite contacts which by the way did earn a couple of people their dxcc so i I was very happy about that being able to to do that for a couple of people but uh i I don't know I, i i i'm still trying to figure out how i'm how i'm still married after uh, you know, visiting Audrey and Jack's uh, lab on the honeymoon. Yeah, I imagine that filled out your wish list considerably. Well, you and I have saints for wives. I mean, your wife married a ham, so she kind of 
had an inkling of what she was getting into. Dawn and I will celebrate our 38th um, next year, and I got my license. So we were married in 84, and I got my license in 95. So she had nine years to get used to me and my quirkiness before I sprung this whole ham radio jazz on her, which she figured would just be, oh, great, it's the hobby of the week. He'll do this for a month, and then we'll be on to whatever the next big thing is. And we were talking last night, and we've, we've had this conversation over the, over the years, um, how much this hobby has changed our lives for the better the cool things that we've been able to experience through this hobby and the cool people that we've been able to meet and befriend through this hobby and you know she came just within a hair's breadth of getting her, her license back 20 years ago she uh, she she passed her novice written that night and she hadn't she hadn't quite studied enough for the tech part because she got hung up on the fact that, oh, it's the novice test. Well, the novice, that's a beginner, and that's easy. And, okay, well, it's the technician test, and, ooh, that's, that's, that's a technician. That's technical. That's going to be harder. So she, and I try to tell her, no, it's just like in Europe. It's A, B, C, and D. It's, it's just a name. And she missed her tech by one or two questions three times in a row. And at that point, she just said, check, please. And, but when I was teaching Tyler... Uh, the radio. We had Dad's big uh, ham radio class at the kitchen table, and so she was overhearing all this, watching TV in the living room. And she's like, "You know, about eighty percent of the stuff you're teaching him, I knew the answers to. Like, get your license. If you know, there's there there are there are spots available in Dad's big uh, big ham radio class at the kitchen table for you, whenever you're ready. So maybe one maybe one time. But yeah, no, we have saints for any any ham." Who has a non-ham wife has a saint for a wife. Yeah, I I, I definitely do. But uh, it was like, okay, the, the McElroys are across town. We're we're actually in the same town. We, you know, we have to go visit. You know, it's just we had to. So, but it, it, it gave me uh, kind of an inside perspective on you know what. Uh, Tom's been doing with, with Jack and with Audrey uh, because you know I saw the projects, I saw what what they were working on, and it, it, I'm I'm glad we did that uh, because it was uh, very very insightful. Um, yeah. Now speaking of, of accommodating wives and amateur radio on your wedding at your wedding. While we're sitting out in the venue, getting ready for you and Julie to walk down the aisle and and be hitched together in wedded bliss, I presented the 2020 Young Hem of the Year Award at your wedding. Now you tell me how much of a accommodating wife that that is. <laughs> She's a saint. You are the luckiest man on the planet. Perhaps, perhaps you and I. One and one A, you and you and me with Dawn and Julie. So yeah, yeah, she's she's the best, dude. You lucked out. Yeah, I I, I definitely did. I definitely did. Yeah, that was uh, the the year that uh, COVID shut everything down, and so we we all figured out. Oh, hey, we're all going to be in the same place at the same time. So um, I'm I'm glad it worked out. I'm I'm glad that we did it, and I'm glad it was before the wedding and not after, because then that might have pushed it over the edge just. Just a little bit. Well, I mean, you know, listen, I've survived this long with her. I, I know what it takes, so I'm not going to put you in that position. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Audrey, uh, we'll, we'll finish up here. Uh, have you? Um, 
have you any uh, interests outside of ham radio yet with uh, Georgia Tech? And or do you have anything else in, in the works? Yeah, so besides W4AQL, um, I'm heavily, well, I'm planning to get heavily involved in the women at ECE, Women in Electrical and Computer Engineering, and the Society of Women Engineering, because uh, I'm really big, once again, in pushing women into STEM and making that um, world very appealing for more women. Um, also involved in music. I'm not part of the marching band. I was a marching band in high school, but um, I'm looking forward to get involved maybe in some ensembles and stuff. I play clarinet and the guitar, so I'm excited for all of that. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for taking time out uh, here at Huntsville to uh, talk with us and uh, have a safe trip back home and get to your convocation in the morning. And uh, congratulations on, on winning the 2022 Young Ham of the Year Award and, and, and make Jack help you carry all this loot. Oh, yeah. He'll definitely be carrying it. He will. He's old enough. He's bigger than me now, so he can do it. Pack Mule Jack. Uh, yeah, Pack Mule Jack, Don says. So, so and Don, thanks for, for stopping by. And uh, you've, you've got a, a booth around the corner here. We do, yeah. For the first time, the uh, Amateur Radio Newsline has a booth. It's right uh, behind Gigaparts. And, uh, yeah, we're excited about that. So I'm going to be hanging out there and uh, going to do a little bit of walking around the, uh, the place. But it's, it's, nice. it's going to be nice to have a home to go in and, and sit down and, uh, and take a load off. It's something we haven't had and all the years we've been coming here. So, yeah, very excited about that. And Skeeter Nash and his lovely wife, Sweetie, are over there uh, hanging out. So it's a Skeety and Sweetie there in the, in the booth. All right. Well, thanks so much uh, for being here. And thank you all for listening. And uh, we'll, we'll do it again soon. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375. And may the good DX be yours. For 73. To you and your family, I'll be seeing you further down the log. Your 73s, to you and your family, I'll be seeing you further down the log. It's hard to believe that you're into the deep, cause you sound just like a low.